This is the Three Amigos podcast about Philippi. The Three Amigos consist of Hitesh Sharma, Luke Dillon, and Sam Wanders. Let's begin. Philippi is located in eastern Greece. As Paul spent time in this place, he began to go around trying to find someone who could take up the mantle and create a new church. Paul finds a girl, a girl, named Lydia, and she becomes the one who Paul sees the most potential, and she gets baptized. I bet he saw her potential, didn't he? This baptism inspired others in Philippi. Lydia's house became the start of the church that inspired the letters that Paul's writes creating the epistle of philippians paul writes his epistle from jail to the philippians church to give gratitude <laughs> a girl girl wait did, was that are there any long? are there any girls in your life guys no no, no. are we still recording that yeah <laughs> uh, I think I think Philippians is probably the most unusual letter Paul wrote. Um, he didn't really write any doctrinal things, like he didn't really try to teach them anything. It was more of a, a thank you letter to the Church of Philippi. Well, he also tried to teach them some stuff. I mean, tried to teach them to like keep their focus on God and that like the earthly items weren't worth gaining compared to like focusing on god but what about lydia lydia is the like the person who started the church okay in philippi so is paul now allowing women to be in the church is she like the leader of the church now uh i think she was the first one in the church okay to like she was the first one to get baptized, and then people followed her in her footsteps, and I think she was the the one that Paul really saw the most potential in and, like, showed proof that Philippi was able to have a strong church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she started her church in her house, so mm-hmm. I think that kind of makes her the like person that Paul is writing to a little bit more. Mm-hmm. this is take one of our podcast no Um, we have the first (laughs) days what are you doing okay go back to chapter two (laughs) holy shit we just did like 12 minutes too we can talk about rejoicing like at the end like after we talk Mm -hmm. about i don't even know where we are Paul, he obviously came with Timothy, Luke, and Silas in 51 AD, and that's where Philippi got to know him. And that's like probably where they find like their gratitude for him, and that's probably where they listen to him more. Um, but still, like as a prisoner, I think it would still be tough to like write to people and have them listen to you and, and understand you and believe you. Yeah, and how would the people of Philippi want to listen to you if you're just some prisoner locked up in a cell in Rome, mm-hmm. not knowing not knowing Paul as a person 50 years or some later? Yeah, and uh, 
Epaphroditus was the one who carried the letter from Paul to the Philippians. So it wasn't even him, like, it wasn't even him like, actually delivering the letter. the letter. It was like someone else, and it was just a bunch of middlemen talking to between Paul and Philippi. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things about it as well is at some point, I don't know if it's chapter one or chapter two, but Paul says that he thanks them for the gifts that they have, mm-hmm. that they have sent him, but he's more joyed about that they're thinking of him. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not joyous because he got those gifts from that. He's he's realizing that those people still recognize that he is there and that he is the a person that they can follow and a person that they can look up trust. To. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone who can which is why it's very revolutionary because they're trusting someone who's in jail and who has gotten himself into this situation while also having to deal with the pressure of being the first church in Europe. So they have to be an example. So basically, Paul is trying to show that they are going to be the example for mm-hmm. future churches all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in chapter three, we can go back to chapter two, but he talks about like the Philippians like continuing their success. Um, so obviously they were doing some things right, and they weren't, you know, going off the path or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in chapter three he's trying to once again tell them not to focus on what they have on earth because everything is so much greater in heaven and they need to focus on other people and realizing that people have identities and they are the key to joy Mm -hmm. to having that joy so they need to get rid of those earthly desires to refocus back on god Mm -hmm. and not only that their identity is like theirs but that their identity is through christ and that's what paul is telling them throughout the book of Philippians he's telling them that their identity needs to be through mm-hmm. and with Christ in God and I think that's really important that that's basically the center of Paul's story and that's just really important too mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't he use the word like he uses a lot of repetition in um, Philippians as well it does like he uses rejoice and joyful and uh, thankfulness and just all these like grateful words so he's definitely trying to hammer that point in yeah i think in order to fully understand what he's saying with joyous and having joy and giving the joy to god Mm -hmm. we need to first like look at the definition of joy so it means to give joy or to feel joy so i think when they rejoice to god they're also giving that that joy to god so that they can receive it back because mm-hmm. if they if they give that joy and all the what they have to God they mm-hmm. will receive joy back mm-hmm. and not only that joy to God but I feel like as they're spreading to give that joy they're rejoicing to other people yeah. and with other people they're spreading God's love and that's very important as they do that through God and with God mm-hmm. I think Paul talked about like doing things just to do them not for like the 
like the conclusion, the benefits. like, the, like the, the rewards after. Mm-hmm. So, like, that really stuck out to me, too. And, um, I mean, he just talked about, like, rejoicing no matter what. Like, just yeah, being thankful no matter what. Like, all the difficulties and troubles that you go through. Yeah, he's he's also reminding them while they're in this good state yeah or they're in this good good conditions it's not always going to be good yeah they have to realize that rejoicing in the easy times of your life Mm -hmm. is going to be way easier than having to rejoice about everything in the tough times for when your church starts sinning or becoming corrupt you have to rejoice and look towards god in order to receive guidance mm-hmm. to what to do and throughout the story God's also giving examples of or Paul is giving examples of how you need to um, like live your life through God and through Christ and two examples that he does is through Timothy and through Epaphroditus and Epaphroditus is kind of like Philippi's missionary to Paul mm-hmm. almost okay so Epaphroditus is the one giving gifts from Philippi to Paul mm-hmm. and giving the food to him, taking care of him all through the people of Philippi. But he's also delivering Paul's letters to Philippi for guidance. Almost like the people of Philippi are rejoicing to God and Paul is then through God giving them gifts and guidance to the people of Philippi. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. An- yeah, another this- example is Timothy and Timothy is uh, a missionary that is with Paul throughout everything. And he's just a really big example to everyone because everyone knows Timothy. He's this huge missionary that God has worked through extremely powerfully. And that example of Timothy living his life out to God is extremely important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the reasons this epistle is so amazing and so uh, great is because most epistles are out of like chaos or something something happening like searching for guidance but this this epistle is from originally from Paul mm-hmm. he's sending it to them he's not the only thing that the um, Philippians sent to him was the gifts and the, the knowledge that he exists and just giving him the respect that he was looking for because he started this church. Okay, uh, I think this is time for our channel sponsor, Don't Hear Anything. Um, If you're like me, you have a wife who doesn't know when to stop screaming at you. Introducing Don't Hear Shit. You place the phony ear over your your real ear and guess what? Silence. All you have to do is nod, she'll never notice a difference. Don't hear shit. Also, who knew? Today I'm gonna to talk to you about who knew. Who, who knew works when someone asks you a question you don't know the answer to and answers it for you. Disguised as your voice, just download the app and it detects when you're feeling stupid based on your body's vibration. It then searches for the answer and pipes up a response on your behalf. Who knew? All right, back to Philippians. <laughs> I think one thing now 
is what we can is like the overview of the story what can we take away from philippi or from philippians that mm-hmm. paul paul's not obviously writing just to philippi other people are going to read this story throughout epaphroditus's trip maybe people would be reading the letter as well yeah but so what can people of philippi and what can we take away from all these letters mm-hmm. and i think that the important truth to us is that everything that we do needs to be through Christ mm-hmm. and that Jesus needs to be the center of our lives and that he will bless us and keep us as we rejoice in him. And that rejoice is really important, that we are rejoicing in God and with others to God. Um, and Paul obviously is giving examples throughout this of Timothy and Epaphroditus and that we need to be more like him. And I think that people that are now living in our world need to be more like that as well Mm -hmm. not just the people of philippi Mm -hmm. yeah i think the thing that's great about this is that the thing that the philippians should take out of this and i think we should take out of it are almost the same which is to focus on god and everything and look away from the earthly desires or needs yeah. and rejoice in him. And I think that these two are very similar on purpose because I think Paul purposely knew that this was going to reach tons of other people. And I think that also touches the orthodoxy and the orthopraxy is that our orthodoxy, we need to, um, like, as we believe in God, that's how we can like that's how we can believe in God is Mm -hmm. by doing stuff through Christ yeah and that's also through our orthopraxy is like we practice doing things through Christ everything we do is for and with God yeah Yeah. also helping those in need and those who you trust Mm -hmm. like they they help Paul just serving is yeah that's another big thing is Uh serving he somewhere Paul says to serve just as Jesus has because when he because when he came down from heaven he was the one that was serving us and Paul just wants the people to realize that that importance of serving others yeah you know what Jesus said when uh, life gives you bread and fish feed 5,000 men that's right Tish yep Thank you for listening now, to our This podcast. was the Three Amigos, Three Amigos podcast. Um, Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, just... Uh, yeah, email, it, email us at homan... Nope. Brad Homan at denverchristian.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening.